0: Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday podcast, following along with the Mariners Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 29, verse 9. If a wise person goes to court with a fool, the fool rages and scoffs, and there is no peace. Proverbs are constantly comparing the wise and the fool. Fools despise wisdom. They are right in their own eyes. They don't want wisdom or understanding. Fools are deceitful and scornful. They bring division, strife, deep trouble, and pain. We all know some of these people. If fools don't listen to wise reasoning, and will draw us to their level and rage and scoff, why would we ever deal with them? Why should we go to court with them? Now, here, we're not just talking about literally going to court as in a lawsuit, because there are the rules for both sides are established and maintained by a third party. The proverb is warning us about entering into battle with the fool, using the same strategy as the fool. There is a danger when we argue with fools their way. We end up stooping to the fool's level and become as foolish ourselves. I've so done that when I get into an argument with someone, and pretty soon I'm using the same language and sometimes the same strategies as that person. Doesn't get us anywhere. And when we do that, we don't find resolution. This is actually echoed by another proverb, Proverb 26, verse 4, that says, Don't answer a fool according to his foolishness, or you'll be like him yourself. Been there. Today's proverb reminds us that it is useless for a wise person to argue with a foolish person. That, as the CSB translation puts it, they will be ranting and raving, but no resolution. To engage in an argument with a fool can be just as foolish as the fool him or herself. And it's difficult, maybe nearly impossible sometimes, to reason wisdom with a fool. However, if we don't answer the fool, I wonder if you've experienced this, they'll think they've won our silence may be seen by them like a victory. They think maybe we have no way to dispute their claims, that we have given up. Or they might increase their accusation, angered by our silence. Have you ever experienced this? I have. In my work and social media, I have received several very unpleasant messages. One person once on Twitter responded with such vile words. Honestly, when I read them, I sensed they came straight from the pit of hell. The words in the tone were so vile. It left my heart feeling so yucky. I felt defeated and discouraged and actually a little bit afraid. I couldn't believe how awful this person was. Essentially, he was calling me a fool. He was tempting me into a fight. And I wanted to respond. I wanted to respond. I had some things to say. And I have to say, I started typing a response 10, 15 times, deleting, 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 Until I ultimately decided not to respond. And it was hard. I decided not to do so. And I even decided not to take his comment down because I decided he wasn't even worth my response. I did not want to enter into an argument with him. That was one time where I got it right. And I'm not saying that I'm like a wise person. I myself have started arguments where I was the fool. But the reality is oftentimes when we find ourselves in a dispute with someone who acts deeply foolishly, it's hard to decide whether we should respond or not respond. It's a hard place to be. And when we looked at the two options, whether we respond or not respond, it's very likely that the result may not reach a resolution. And we know it, which is what's so hard about it. It's a common frustration we all face. And I think today's proverb kind of joins us in that frustration. It states a reality, a harsh reality that we all face. It doesn't give us instructions on how to deal with the fool. Not this proverb. There are others to do. But this one, it warns us to have a proper expectation of the outcome of our engagement with an unreasonable, deceitful, angry, and rageful person. It hardly ever ends well. But a lot of times, the confidence and passion that the fool puts out makes us feel kind of insecure about our position. When we take on a fool in an argument, there will be a lot of emotions, highs, lows, but very likely no result, no rest, no resolution. It is not something we should do on our own. Jesus faced great opposition from fools, fools as the Bible defined them, people who rejected him as the Messiah, who sought to steal, kill, and destroy him. At times, Jesus responded with questions and a powerful rebuke. At times, he remained silent. The enormous self-control that must have demanded of Jesus. Jesus, the all-knowing one, he embodied the full divine wisdom of God perfectly, as 1 Corinthians 1.30 says. Jesus, to whom all authority in heaven and earth rests. At times, Jesus chose to remain silent. And at times, he responded with perfect wisdom. So, we can look to him to help us determine what to do in our situation. He knew that the disciples would be brought to court before rulers and authorities. They would be questioned by fools. And he told them, Don't worry about how to defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. That's in Luke 12, verse 11 and 12. So, today for us, my prayer is that we would seek the Holy Spirit for wisdom. And first of all, knowing who's being the fool in the argument, is it us or is it the other person? But if it is the other person, what should be our proper response? If it's us that's being foolish, we pray that the Holy Spirit will help us see the error of our ways. If the other person's being foolish, we pray that the Holy Spirit will give us the right posture. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this reminder today. It is a frustration we face We all, at one point or another, have found ourselves in an argument, in a a conflict with someone who's just not reasonable. And Lord, our tendency is to kind of come down to their level and spew out uh, things that they spew out and work and act the same way they do. We don't want to do that, Lord. Would you help us today to have proper discernment? Would you give us the words And if silence is the appropriate response, would you help us remain silent? Would you help us be like you? Hold our ground in the confidence that we have in your grace and your mercy. Lord, may you work in those situations through through our silence in a way that we could never do with our words. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your company. We are not alone in this situation, and therefore there is hope and peace because of it. You're the one who gives us a perfect peace we could not find anywhere else on this world. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done.